Well, hello everybody and welcome back to Radio Entrepreneurs. My name again is Jeffrey Davis. And it's really hard to believe that it's January, 2022, and that we're still talking about entrepreneurship and business and how to adapt to this economy. This economy is changing at a pace, I think that really is quite unprecedented. And that's why we like every week speaking with Mark Furman, director at Tarlow Breed Hart and Rogers. Welcome back, Mark, and glad to see you again. Happy New Year, Jeffrey. Great to see you. Good. Nice to see you, obviously. Hope we can do it for many, many more years. Mark, what's hot? Well, you know, I it's a new year and I've been thinking about, you know, we're all uh, in business, uh, professional service providers, manufacturers, distributors, and we're all trying to help other people. And uh, I was thinking about how that's really wonderful to have that opportunity to help other people. And uh, in addition to being uh, a good thing to do and something that feels good, um, it also helps business, uh, build our, our business and our brands. So I was thinking about a case that I had years ago that I've tried to use as a little bit of a, uh, something to always keep in mind. Uh, we were litigating against a Fortune 100 company and they had this internal marketing report that we got our, our hands on through discovery. And they said, the report said on average, people will talk about you for 20, 28 times on average. That's what the report said. So I always thought to myself, well, what do you want them to say? But, um, and I tell young lawyers uh, who work with me and I ask them that question. And, um, but it's true of every business. You know, what do you want your customers to say? Jeffrey, what do you want your clients to say? What do I want my clients to say? Um, it's not that uh, Furman doesn't care about me. Uh, Furman doesn't return my phone calls or doesn't respond to my emails. I'm actually going for something a little different than that. Um, and so when they talk about you for 20 on 28 different occasions to 20, eight different people or more, because they may be talking in a group at a party. There used to be parties, Jeffrey. Maybe there'll be parties someday again. Um, I figure I fit into the world today because now, you know, I, I'm not sure I got invited to parties before and now I'm not <laughs> invited to parties. So it's great, I fit right in. <laughs> Status quo, <laughs> Com completely unaffected. So the other, uh, you know, unrelated, I think unrelated thing is, you know, this whole pandemic thing, which is so old, um, you know, has me thinking about, you know, how fortunate I am and how um, um, more aware of um, income and asset inequality there is. And, um, and, you know, this uh, last week before COVID, I would have had a 
fly down to Atlanta for depositions. <laughs> and, um, and then those depositions resume next week. So I'd be flying down again next uh, on Sunday. And because of COVID, I go from my kitchen into my office and am at the depositions all day. No air travel, no, uh, none of all the hassles associated with it. And then there are, you know, all these people who um, earn a very modest amount of money who have throughout COVID been on the front lines. And, um, you know, as part of helping people, which we're all in business to do, I think uh, thinking about uh, how fortunate we are and considering how we can give back is, is really important. It's not what I usually talk about here, Jeff, but it's, uh, um, that's what I'm thinking about as we enter uh, year three of this pandemic. You made me think about a few things, Mark, as I hope you make a lot of people think. I, you know, the first thing I, the third thing I thought about was that I read recently that the nurses in Ontario, Canada, want to go on strike because they feel that their value, they're being undervalued and they want to be paid as much as uh, policemen, police people. And, you know, you're making me think about that and how important they really are, how they are our first line defense right now, how hospitals are overrun and they're feeling undervalued and underappreciated. And, and I think people need to be appreciated. And it made me think, I, I hate to make it about me, what, what I like to hear from people I work from that they say, that they say about me that I like <laughs> is a lot of times people have said to me over the years and most recently through COVID, uh, I wish I would have met you a few years ago. I don't know anybody else like you who, do, who does what you do. And I think that's important because, you know, people need help making change right now. And making change is really the dominant factor in business and in life right now and dealing and navigating and navigating that. And so trying to help people to make change, make change in my own life is important and being patient enough to understand people and what their goals are. So I do think you're right. Thinking about what people say about you, uh, their, your efficacy. We talked before the show about, I told you about a person I know and what I said about that person. And uh, that's, you know, it was not a positive thing. And we want to have positive reputations. We want to be able to, in this world, make a positive contribution. I think it would make things a lot better right now. So I think you brought up a very important message and one that I think everybody should be thinking about today. What do I want people saying about my, me? But really, what do I want to be? And in this world, how do I recraft myself or adjust myself for this world that we're now living in? So we're each in uh, our lines of work are similar, Jeff, in that we each, in giving advice to our clients, frequently have to tell them things that are a little uncomfortable for them, things they would, uh, they don't necessarily uh, like to hear, but they need to hear. And so um, our credibility as professionals is to um, tell it like it is, uh, do it in a nice way, but uh, guide 
people, whether it's legally or uh, in business consulting, um, so that we can, uh, our advice has value to them. And uh, being a uh, yes man or yes woman to clients is, uh, um, I certainly believe is uh, uh, unprofessional and uh, not proper. Not well, I agree, a yes man, a yes woman isn't right. Uh, we could have a discussion about the yes husband. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> a happy home. But I, you know, I, I agree with you. It, there are a lot of tough decisions we all need to make right now. And I think that's what you're really bringing up. And what's our role in terms of helping people make tough decisions and making our own tough decisions. I don't think there's a professional I know who isn't looking in the mirror right now and also asking themselves these questions, the same questions that their clients are asking them. So this is a time to look in the mirror and ask yourself tough questions uh, every day thinking about these things. So I appreciate the topic that you're bringing up. So I, uh, you know, you mentioned nurses and I was, uh, um, I know a nurse who just resigned, retired, I guess, um, who certainly two years ago had no intention of uh, retiring uh, now, but just the burnout over what, she has experienced and dealt with over the last um, the last two years, and uh, she works in a hospital, and uh, which, as you know, has been the front line for severely uh, sick COVID patients. And uh, um, but I think that uh, she found you know, the most recent period, the post-vaccine availability period to be the most difficult because um, in her view, almost everybody in the ICU is unvaccinated uh, by choice or um, medical, you know, for some medical reason or um, religious, reason, whatever. Um, but, um, you know, I think it burnt her out. Uh, so. I think that's an easy subject to touch. And I'm see, I'll, before we go, I'll touch another one, other category. Uh, you know, uh, there's a lot of movement around the country about defunding police and new regulations over police forces. And, you know, uh, some of the police senior police people I've talked to have told me that they don't want to do arrests anymore because it's only going to get them in trouble. So the things that they may have taken action on before for public safety, they will not take action on today. And almost down to a very minute, uh, minor level. So figuring out how to handle these things moving forward also, I think is very important to people. Uh, you know, nurses, these people who are public servants, who are here for our public health, the police, the fire department, the nurses, the doctors, we have to understand what they're going through and the pressure they're under too. And their responsibility has been 100% for taking care of us. And we don't want to let a few bad doctors, bad nurses, or let's say bad police people take down the whole system. And so I think we're here too. 
We're under a great transition and we need to understand what they're going through. They're not happy. Right. Well, we, uh, <clears throat> we live in such polarized times where we almost can't agree on what day of the week it is. And <clears throat> there was a, uh, I saw her on 60 Minutes recently, this segment about someone who started a program where um, politically polar opposites are brought together for a period of time in a controlled environment to talk about their lives, their beliefs. And, uh, um, and it seemed like an incredible program to, you know, my view is you first have to humanize people because believe it or not, we're all human beings. And then, um, and then you can have conversations. I have the same feeling about um, people talking to each other who are of different faith traditions. It's a good thing. It's not a, it's not a bad thing. And, and we've found over decades watching the Middle East conflict that where there is cooperation between certain moderate factions in the Middle East with let's say Israel, that it's because they found that they had a mutually beneficial reason for working together. And I think finding you know, points of joint uh, need helps us all to work together. So I think you brought up a good subject. I wish you all the best for 2022. I know you're gonna be back on the Thank show you. many times. If someone's looking for you, Mark, how would they find you? I can be reached at 617-218-2025. That's my direct line or email mfurman, F-U-R-M-A-N at tbhr-law.com. And remind everybody, this is Radio Entrepreneurs.